You are listening to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, your go-to source for unlocking your true soul purpose and unleashing it into your business. I'm your host, Coach Holly Marie, and I'm a reformed old-school business strategist turned spiritual business coach. I'm now helping you to tap into your spiritual power and build it into a business that not only changes the world, but brings you abundantly flowing money while you do it. Stay tuned for an epic show ahead and be sure to share your listening experience on Instagram, tagging me at Coach Holly Marie so I can share the love. Now, grab your crystals, light some sage, and let's get hunting for purpose. Hello, hello again, listeners, and welcome back to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, where we pull back the veil on how entrepreneurs from around the world are aligning their business with their soul's purpose and building it into that deeply satisfying success that so many of us are craving. Today, I could not be more over the moon to welcome my amazing guest, my girl, Emily Mertz. Welcome, everybody. Emily is a launch mindset coach. She is host, a launch mindset coast. That's what you are now. Either one. I'm happy to be whatever. We have new words here. (laughs) A launch mindset coach. And Emily is one of my closest coaching gal pals. We work very closely together and collaborate on a lot of projects. So I know that having a little behind the scenes insight into a conversation with us today is going to give you so much joy and so much value. But Em, tell the good people a little bit about what it is that you do in your business as a launch mindset coach, because you're going to say it so much better than I will. Well, you said it beautifully to begin. So thank you for that amazing intro. I love you. And I'm just like over the moon excited to be here with you and all of your listeners and all the babes that are following you. So yay. Um, So what do I do? I specifically do business mindset coaching with a focus on launching for female entrepreneurs who are either new in the entrepreneurship game or are just starting out or basically having trouble scaling and getting clear on their offers and creating and launching. So it's been a passion of mine for a while. And I'm really excited that I can now show up and hold space for these women as they go through this process as well. Love it. At at the time of recording, this is a pretty recent pivot for you into launch mindset coaching. What, What was the coaching space that you were in before this one? Yeah. So this is a recent pivot. I started out initially focusing just on confidence and that was something that really spoke to me because that was part of my journey and that felt like something I could speak to. And I was also noticing there were some women that were dealing with lacking confidence in different areas. But then as I continued, I realized it was still really broad and I was having a hard time connecting specifically to the type of women that I wanted to work with and then really pinpointing like how I could show up and support them. And so through that, I went into mindset coaching, which was really a lot clearer for me, but I still felt that same struggle of not clear enough. Mindset is such a broad word. It's like this broad umbrella and there's so many different things that fall underneath it. And it wasn't until I really went through my own process of launching and selling and doing this myself and then kind of realizing like a lot of people in my vicinity and that I maybe had worked with felt this way, had gone through the same thing. So that's when I wanted to really pivot and focus on female entrepreneurs who are, you know, 
business mindset, not just mindset, but business, and then a specialty in launching. So I can definitely talk about other things that aren't launching, but to me, it's such a foundational aspect to just being an entrepreneur because that's kind of like how you get your message out there. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have to launch, right? Yeah. 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 And I mean, you and I both know that we've, we've done launches together now. Um, you know, it's like collaborative same time literally same together time. <laughs> accountability buddies yes. and, and we have uncovered together the minefield of what really? launch mindset really really is and and how imperative your mindset and your energy are in a launch um what what role do you think that plays i mean obviously as a launch mindset coach you feel like that's important but right what, what do you think that 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 means in a launch? Like how valuable is your mindset over your strategy? Gosh, I mean, that's such a good question. And I really do feel that it is so important because I think there's a lot of pressure that we put on strategy. And if we just break it down, strategy is simply a label. It's just the way that you're going to roll it out. It's the way the blueprint of how it's going to go. It's just what feels aligned to you of how to get this information out and how long you want to do it. Right. So like, I think a lot of the times people waste so much time thinking there's this proven strategy, the golden ticket of whatever this person's doing, I have to do it. But that's just the mindset block. That is just something that's holding you back when in reality, your mindset is really what is the most important. It's the way that you're approaching your strategy. It's the way that you're constantly upkeeping and really maintaining and checking yourself and your mind and your energy through your launches. Even before you launch, there's so many women that I talk to that don't even spend the time before they're actually launching or before their cards open to prime their mindset, to get in a state of real surrender and flow and knowingness of like, okay, these are my blocks. This is what might come up. Here's my tools and techniques of how to use it and to get through it. And so I just, I really think that mindset is such an overlooked thing in the whole scheme of launching and just really in business in general. Mm -hmm. And to be successful, like you have to have a solid mindset behind that strategy. What, what have you seen has been the impact in business and in launching when, when mindset has been off, you know, when there's been ego fears yeah. or limiting beliefs or, you know, all of that stuff that pops up? A lot of times it, it affects the energy level of the entrepreneur. So that energy directly translates to the amount of clients you're, you're signing or the sales that you're making or how successful your business actually is, or you feel like it is. And, and, and a lot of the times when you're going through that launch, your energy is completely shot or you're having a lot of these old stories come up and you're questioning like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Is this working? What, like, how is the strategy not working? I need another strategy. Mm. You know, after the launches is a big one. I call it the launch hangover when oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> like, like you're off of that adrenaline dopamine and you're like, okay, it's done. Or you're in this weird purgatory of like, what's next? Like, how do I move on from this? Or maybe you have that thought of like, I never want to do that again. That was yeah. so hard, you know, whatever it mm -hmm. is, but you just, you can really see it in that energy depletion and that directly affects the business and how you're showing up. And then your clients feel that and all of it. Oh my gosh. So good. It's so good. Yes. <laughs> um, well, we I mean, I wanted to touch on that because it's so important and I, and I believe that what you do is, is so imperative and, and just of such immense importance for this entrepreneurial space, particularly in launching. 
really. I mean, you're right. We need, we need mindset and we need alignment in every area of our business, but specifically when it comes to launching, because it's such a complex minefield where it's, it's like supercharged, you know, like all, all of this stuff comes to the surface when we're in this container of launching. So I just wanted to touch on that, but we are, we are here to talk about purpose in business and you and I could talk about purpose and soul purpose, like all day long (laughs) (laughs) all day every day (laughs) all day and we probably have done in the past um and i know that you and i are very much on the same wavelength with with believing that your purpose in business is directly related and and a direct um growth from your soul purpose and and yeah what you were divinely ordained and and created to be here for but I would love the listeners to hear about your story of stepping into that space. Because I mean, as of right now, you are still a full-time teacher as yeah. well as running this on the side. So what, what was that, that journey of purpose to start moving from a very successful career of teaching into starting an entrepreneurial gig? Yeah, that is such a good question because I feel like, I don't have that typical story of like, I grew up and I I never identified with the status quo and I wanted to do something different. It's actually the opposite. I completely identified with it. It was really comfortable for me. I lived in a lot of fear. And so I followed that typical route of go to school, go to college, you know, get that safe government job. And I've always been drawn to teaching. So that was a really easy career choice for me to make. And it felt really aligned at the time and wonderful and beautiful. And then about a year ago, after I went through the whole teaching and everything, I just had, I I came across some coaches and some programs that were not really anything business related or even coaching related, but through that process, it kind of sparked this, this uh, light inside of me of thinking, wow, I'm being called to do something else. And I'm feeling really drawn to help women in this way. And wow, look at my journey. Look at what I've gone through and to, to see that through social media and through the internet, you can really connect with so many more people than you actually could on the ground in your city or location or where you're at. And I just realized like, wow, there's a lot of untapped potential here. Like I can make, I've always grown up wanting to make change. And I've been a person that's always been in a place of service. And that's felt like my purpose is to be in that place of service and to serve other people. And by being a teacher, I got to do that in a sense. Like I get to serve children, but I have also been called to serve women and to serve a different type of person right now. And so that, um, having that light kind of sparked within me was, was that moment of, okay, this is fun. Let me, let me explore this a little more. And as I continue to do it, it just lit me up more and more and more. And I realized like, this is it. Like, this is what I'm being called to do. This is my purpose. And I think maybe your purpose can kind of fluctuate as you fluctuate. Your purpose can change as you change. I think there's that underlying like service is my purpose, but the shape and the form can switch and change as I shift and change too throughout my life. Yeah. Do you, having said all of that, do you feel that being a, a teacher has been part of your sole purpose? Absolutely. And I still like, I feel like it still is because I'm still teaching in that sense of how I show up with my clients, mm. you know, and I, and I do, I think that, that, that can, that can be part of the, the soul's purpose. Absolutely. But, um, what I'm wondering too, is if it's part of your soul's purpose, 
maybe there's different aspects to that throughout your life so that it's shown to you in different ways. So as you're beginning the process, that was my life's purpose was kind of shown to me. And I was able to tap into that in that teaching dynamic. Mm. Now I'm in this phase where I can really show up and coach other female entrepreneurs. And as I keep growing, I'm wondering, will this purpose kind of keep changing as I do and how I want to show up, you know? Mm, I love that so much that, uh, you know, we, we unlock more depths of our soul purpose as we evolve and as yeah. we expand. Yeah. Gosh, that's so good. That it, it gives such a sense of um, anticipation and openness for the future, for all of us that what we're doing right now. And by being really present in the way that we're serving our purpose right now will only serve to open more doors and, exactly. and more depths and, and more evolution as we move forward. It's yep. so great. Gosh, uh, like the sky is the limit and not even the sky is the limit. There is no limit. There's <laughs> never any limit. It's just your mind block. Making exactly. things <laughs> it's just mindset. It is. <laughs> back, back at that time when you first got those callings to, okay, I, I, you know, I love this space of, of teaching children and this has served me really well. And, and, you know, I do, I enjoy the status quo. Like it's good. I'm good here, but I feel that inkling to, to call, um, to be, you know, serve women. Yeah. to serve women and, and to help them unlock in that, that mindset and spirituality space. Were there any immediate struggles that came with that realization? Cause that's quite an out of the box thing to go from, you know, a very stable like career into mm-hmm. actually, I think I'm going to, you know, swap it up. <laughs> totally. Being an online entrepreneur. There were a lot of emotions that I think happened throughout the whole process. Like, it, it startled me in a sense because it wasn't anything I was expecting. I think that the purpose light bulb was like, whoops, all right, you're over here now. This is something you're being called to do. And I was like, oh, you're, yeah, you're right. But whoa, okay, let me process this whole thing because it's going to shift a lot. And I mean, it, it causes a lot of questions from people that maybe know you or, you know, they're just curious, like, that doesn't make sense. But the emotions I think that you go through are uncertainty but there's this underlying pull that like it kept pulling me to this like I felt my fear of like no I don't want to do this like maybe I don't want to leave teaching full-time can I do it part-time how do I balance this like because there was that scaredness of the pull but the the pull was pulling me towards this new purpose or just this new shift in my purpose and I think it's really important to listen to that because it can be really scary. It can be overwhelming. It can be confusing. There's no map to where you're going to go in this new direction of how you're being pulled in your purpose. But you have to listen to that because it's trying to tell you something. It's trying to guide you to that next space. And that's where I really remember having moments of, okay, this feels a certain way, but I need to listen to this pull of the purpose deep within because it's helping me get to that next space. Yes. Did you have a distinct moment of that? Like that distinct light bulb moment of, oh my gosh, somebody just turned on the switch, you know, in in my purpose. And and I'm seeing that there's a, a different way that I need to go. Or was that much more organic over time? There was a, you know, a constant intuitive call. 
I would say for me, it was kind of over a short amount of time. Like I would have these bursts of, okay, this is it. This is it. But my fear would keep pulling me back. And so I had to do a lot of internal work with my stories. I had to clear out blocks in my mindset to let my purpose, like my purpose light, I like to say that my purpose light shine through and guide me because I kept trying to dim it and turn it off and ignore it and be like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. Also feeling maybe a little bit of shame around teaching and how that was my purpose and how do I how do I leave that purpose for this other purpose but in reality the basis of that is the same purpose it's just yeah. form and that's what I had to get my mind around yeah it's not cheating there's no betrayal no. yeah it's all it's one and the same <laughs> yeah I think that would resonate with so many people because I'm let's be realistic like people who are in this pursuit of, of purpose, whether that's a a spiritual thing for you, whether you feel like that's your soul's purpose or whether it's just, Hey, what do I want to be when I grow up? Um, it's people aren't born entrepreneurs. Like we don't go through that evolutionary process with an already established, you know, business or brand that we've built. Like predominantly we come from nine to five. We, we come from stable careers with qualifications, with great salaries um, you know, trying to climb the corporate ladder or, or, you know, trying to get up to the top of where we are in our game. And so this, this pull to do something that seems very, very at odds with where we are, it, it can feel like you're cheating. It can feel like it's a betrayal of mm-hmm. everything that you've worked for. Did you, yeah. did you have any of that sense of, oh, wow, I'd be throwing all of my teaching out the window and then just starting over with something new. You know, what's funny is a lot of people around me said that, but Mm. I never felt that. I felt like I could always, I, I, I have this core belief that everything happens for a reason. All of your experiences lead you to now. And it was all supposed to be as it was. And Mm. so when everyone else around me was saying, well, you just went to school and we, and you spent all this money and you have this degree and it's so stable. And what about retirement? Like, I hear you, but I feel like every that was all training for right now. That set me up for right now. That was aligning my purpose to this now moment of my purpose. Yeah. So I do think that's a common thing that people would feel. Um, but my tip for that would be is see how you can utilize those strengths from that other career or that other purpose that you were ha- that you were in and you were operating in, and, and how did that really build you up to who you are now? Mm. You know, like, like I learned how to hold space for a lot of human beings at a time. I learned (laughs) how to have communication with people in different ways. I learned how to show up with a presence when I'm speaking, like the list goes on and on, but I learned so many things that now translate directly into this purpose calling of coaching Mm. that there's no way I could have just started day one right here. It's like, I needed all that training to get to right now. Yeah. Yeah. And know that at some point you're going to have retrospect on your journey. You're going to be able to look back and say, I can see how those puzzle pieces fit together. I didn't, I didn't see it at the time and it didn't make sense, but now I see this tapestry that I've, I've started creating and, um, for me, I, I don't feel like that journey ever stops. I feel like I'm constantly in a state of, of blindness, of like not knowing what's happening and not knowing what's coming and not knowing how it all fits together, but also having the beauty of retrospect to say, oh, I, now I get it. 10 steps ago, I see, I see that now. Yes. <laughs> Is that the same experience for you? 
It, it, it is. And I think it's such a beautiful thing that when you can do that and you, you already know like, okay, what I'm going through, I can look back. You can use that for what you go through currently. So you, you, when you have these things happen, you're like, well, I don't know what the purpose is right now. I know we've had many of these conversations yes. where we're like, I don't know what it is now, but I know it's setting the, the way and it's paving the path and I'm going to look back and it's not an hour, a day, a week, a month, a year. And I'm going to be like, that's exactly why that happened. I'm so on it now. But like, yes, it's the same thing that happened to me. Now I know. Okay. Yes. I, yes. I mean, if people were recording our conversations, 90% of it really is exactly that, isn't it? <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. But there's right. going to be a purpose. There is going to be there's a reason. There's going to be a purpose. <laughs> we'll come to each other. This, 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 this happened. And we'll say, all right, what's the purpose? Good question. Good question. It's going to come to me in a minute. I'll get back to you when I figure it out. Excellent. I'll see. I, that really speaks to this whole broader concept of, of purpose. That you and yeah. I both hold the same belief that there is a purpose to everything. Everything yep. under the sun holds a purpose and every experience in our journey has a purpose. But we, we also live in this rhythm of, of deeper purpose that we, we as beings, as spiritual and physical beings, have a distinct purpose for our lives. And I, that, that's of great comfort to me, that belief, because that's, yeah. that's a foundational grounding point that I can always go back to. And, and you know, hence why this podcast is all about purpose, because... Um, when we are seeking purpose, whether, whether it's in the day-to-day -day experiences that we have or whether it's in looking at the lifespan and, yeah. and the business that we're growing, it, it gives us that sense of guidance, mm -hmm. right? Is that, does that resonate with you? It does. It does. And I think what I want to add to that too is like, don't, it, for, for whoever's listening, like don't get overwhelmed if you don't know what your purpose is. Like you just said it, we all have an underlying purpose. And the way that you're going to figure that out is just consistently show up for yourself and show up for the things that bring you joy and that light you up. And you're going to find out eventually as you just keep showing up consistently what is aligning and that is going to be your purpose it can be really overwhelming and people put so much pressure on it like i need to know my purpose like for instance teaching teaching's a calling it's your purpose now you're leaving that what does that even mean it's okay like i know like you said there's this underlying purpose and even right now in this moment if i'm not a million percent clear on it i know that showing up consistently and just staying aligned with my actions and my energy and my vision it's going to keep me on the path of purpose the purpose path the purpose path. The purpose path. A purpose. We love the purpose path. <laughs> Was there any specific activity that you did do or have done at any point to, to unlock those next layers of purpose? Or for you, has it always been, you know, a journey of it just emerging on its own? Kind of both. I think both when you take the pressure away and you just surrender to it all, you allow that purpose to kind of come to the front. But then it's also really important. And for me, at least in my journey was doing that self inquiry, that introspect, taking that time to really journal through what were some stories that I had blocking me? What were some things that brought me joy? What are some qualities and traits of myself that really shine the best? And, and, and through that, I was able to pinpoint like, wow, I show up really well when I'm holding space for other people, when I'm in that place of service like all of these things that I would do through my journaling techniques it would always bring me back to service and I thought okay like ding 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 this is my purpose is being in that place of service yeah yeah I really 
I feel like that actually speaks to the greatest um, undeclared block in, yeah. in seeking purpose is that we don't ask. We yeah. don't ask. We assume that we should know. We assume right. that it should be clear that we should all be, you know, musical prodigies that, that at four years old determine that we're going to be a, a classical pianist for the rest exactly. of our life. Um, but that's, that's just not the journey for the vast majority of us. And, and instead of operating under this misguided belief that, well, if I really had a good, you know, clear purpose on my life, it would present itself. And so I'll just live in mediocrity, hoping for more. <laughs> um, that we, all we need to do is ask and, yes. and dive into that, you know, do the self inquiry, do the journaling. I, I use a practice and I teach my clients this practice a lot called soul activation. Where, where we specifically open up that communication channel with our soul and we just damn well ask her what our uh, purpose is. Because yes. <laughs> she's got the answer, right? It's like the most direct route. Like, why are we not doing this? Why are we not doing this more often? Yes. But and I think... You go, you speak. To, to just go off of what you were saying, you're right. We expect it to just be shown like, I just need to know my purpose. Like I'm going to be a professional athlete or I'm going to be a novel writer or whatever it is. But the, the reality of it is, is we're born into a world that really sets us up to fit the status quo and it trains us to not really live in our purpose. And so the, it's those people that you see that are living in their purpose where they're like, this doesn't vibe with me anymore. I'm going to go look and search and do the work to figure out what the heck my purpose is. And yeah, maybe they were shown the light bulb, but they did something a lot. Maybe they were unconscious but they did something to activate that purpose mm. to get them to that place. So it's right. You're right. Like you can't just sit back and expect it to be shown to you on a Sunday morning, drinking your tea. Like you gotta, gotta do the work to be like girlfriend. Like I love that. The soul activation, like girlfriend inside, what is my purpose? Yeah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. You, you know? got the answers. I've got the key to the door. Exactly. You just need to open it and you'll talk yes. to me. <laughs> it doesn't need to be any more complex than that. Do you think, do you think that there are elements to like actively pursuing that, that life of purpose and stepping into what you feel your purpose is? Do you think there are elements of it that are scary? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because I think like majority of people don't have friends that are doing that. They don't have family mm. members that are doing that. They didn't grow up in that lifestyle possibly. Just the whole world isn't necessarily, um, you know, set up in that way to make you feel like it's super safe to do risky decisions, or it's like, it's super safe to live this life that's purpose-filled and passion-filled, but oh no, you know, be careful, you might fail. It's like, yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of fear and scarcity um, mindset and blocks, I feel, that come with that, and that that's what breaks my heart, is that there's so much untapped purpose and potential mm. in people and they're just too freaking scared to ask and go a little deeper as to what it is and then just show up shining that light. It's such a good point, isn't it? Because we, we hold our own fears around yeah. that, our, our fears of failure, our fears of rejection, even our fears of being seen and being successful. Um, they have an inherent like ironic fear that you fear the thing that you want most. Um, <laughs> but also there, there is a, like a global fear and a global yeah. scarcity that comes with that about not not going against the status quo mm -hmm. not disrupting what's comfortable and not disrupting what's known until until you can prove it 
to be successful and prove it to be viable. And you and I both see so many entrepreneurs in that space where they've, they've stepped into it. They know they desire it. They want something different. They're stepping up to the plate, but they haven't yet reached the point where, where they're able to step past that suffocating fear uh-huh. of I'm doing something different and I haven't yet proven myself to be successful. Right. Right. Is there, you don't need to prove yourself. Right. Yeah. Are there any tools that you use or you did use for yourself in that space or that you teach your clients in that space to like move beyond that? I would say a lot of visualizations. I think it's really important to like visualize the energy and how you're feeling when you've moved through that and you're not holding that anymore. You're not holding that fear. Um, journaling is a big one for me. I know some people have blocks around journaling, so it doesn't have to be a big thing. It's really, it can be a brain dump, just taking that time to really connect with yourself and to get the thoughts out of your head, to get the fears out of your head. Obviously work with a coach if you're not. <laughs> Obviously. Every single person on this podcast says this. Thing. <laughs> that was like to work with a coach, yo. <laughs> I know, no, but really, I mean that that was when I reflect on myself and clients I work with. Like that's a game changer in itself because you know even the most even the most successful people they have they have other people that can see outside and could give them critique. I remember reading something where it was a surgeon and he was going to get observed and he's thinking, okay, whatever. I'm going to get observed. I'm great. That's fine. He said the guy was in there. He felt like he, he didn't notice anything. The surgery went great. And afterwards, the guy had 18 pages of notes because he said, hey, did you notice when you moved your hand this way, the light slightly turned? Or did you notice this had happened? And all of that really would affect the surgery. And yeah. the surgeon was very grateful. He said, wow, I didn't, you know, I was very confident in, in my ability and, and my purpose and how I was showing up in my job and my business. But I didn't know that just by having someone else observe me and give me some critique it's gonna make me that much better so that's just why I say that it's like really nice to have those eyes outside and the expertise just help guide you when you're having those blocks and those emotions and things because it is uncertain but that is such a valuable point it's so valuable because um when we when we speak about coaches 99% of what we speak about is investment Oh, it's about investing in yourself, investing in a coach, investing in your future you and getting past the fear of investing. How about we talk about the necessity of having an observer and having somebody who holds space for you to expand your journey of purpose? Yes. And that that's not about needing to invest in yourself. And that's not about, you know, needing to spend money to make money. That's, That's about collapsing time. Mm-hmm. on a journey and really being willing to be to be open and vulnerable about who you are and what you do and exactly like the story you just shared about being willing to say here I am this is what I'm doing can you reflect back to me the things that I am not seeing in yeah. myself and I know that for both of us that experience has has consistently been invaluable every time every time because you and I are really good at working ourselves out of those mindset blocks we're really good at kind of like coaching ourselves but 
there always comes a time where it's like, okay, although I know this, just to hear it through Holly's voice or to hear it through someone else's words and the way they'll put it, mm-hmm. it's like, okay. It just cements that almost of like, that's right. Like I, I knew that. Or I just needed that little glimpse of clarity. Like I was so stuck with the fear of being seen or whatever's coming with being an entrepreneur and finding your purpose. Like I was so stuck. I just needed you to see it for me in a different way. Like mm-hmm. we're always just reflecting back to one another really the truths that we know within but sometimes they're just blocked and clogged up and we can't find them and those are the best moments aren't they best yeah best moments when we get these truths reflected back to us and we have this sense of i've known that for a long time i just wasn't seeing it and oh my gosh now i'm free from it (laughs) thank you (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah that's that's that has so much truth to it and and when i look back at my journey through business as well I, I don't necessarily hold regrets, but I, I think if I was to ever do anything different, I would work with a coach so much sooner than yeah. what I did because the, the times before that, I really see that as, as like this slow trajectory with a lot of wasted circling. Um, yeah. And not, not just around like learning systems and processes because you can learn that anywhere. I mean, yeah. I, I'll be controversial and say, you don't need a coach to learn like sales funnels and strategies and you can learn that you can learn that shit anywhere you can learn it on google right you can youtube it like you can (laughs) but what you can't learn in that passive way is is to have that reflection back of what your fears are and what your mindset blocks are and what energy you're in and and you know what old stories and what old beliefs are holding you yeah where you are that's that's the true value of a really powerful coach yeah yeah absolutely and i think i'm i'm grateful that i did start with a coach and i would say that's a game changer it has completely collapsed time for me mm-hmm. it has skyrocketed my entire trajectory of just from day one starting to where i am now if i didn't have a coach god only knows probably yeah. be like Three years and then I'd be, I don't even know. We're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even getting, no, let's not We're go not down that funnel. Hey, I'm <laughs> super curious and I know the listeners will be as well because you, you operate so much in the mindset, energy, spirituality space as I do too. Yes. I'm super curious about what daily spiritual practices or tools that you use to kind of keep yourself grounded, but also to, to expand yourself and your business. Such a good question. So you're like, damn, now I've got to think about it. What do I do? Such a good one. (laughs) No, I do. I do have some some daily practices that are like non-negotiables that I do. So I wake up in the morning and I don't have that routine of like journal and meditate. Like I don't do all of that, but what I do specifically is I get really clear on my intentions for the day. So I first get clear on what I'm grateful for. I get clear on what I desire from that day. And then I get clear on the successes of that day or just previous successes of the day before, because it then it gets the vibe high. Mm. But I really like to set time to set intentions for how am I going to be energetically throughout the day? How is my energy levels going to be balanced during coaching calls or all of the work that I need to get done for whatever launch is coming up Mm. and intentions of like, who am I calling in? Like, how do I want my business to flow today and to not really get too much in the future, but really intention setting for that day. And I think that helps me every day get, it's like 
what did you say one time? It was um, setting the little pavement stones to create the path. Like yeah. we were talking about something else, but that visual still in my head of like, that's what I do is every day I set those intentions. And then I would say throughout the day, I do have a lot of moments. I, I use my phone alarm to help me with this, but a lot of the time it'll be affirmations that like mm -hmm. clients come easily to me. Like people love to pay me or showing up and being seen is empowering and freeing or just any type of those. Cause then it just keeps my mindset in the right place and it keeps my energy in a really good space for that day. Mm -hmm. So I would say those are kind of my non-negotiables for the day. I need yeah. to take more of that on <laughs> into my own space. I was listening to you speak like, damn, yeah, I need some of that. I need some of that. Is it, we, we all, I mean, this is such a, a misconception around the spirituality and mindset area in business is that, um, we love to apply limits to it and say yeah. we apply strategy to spirituality. And say, <laughs> if I, if I just use these spiritual practices every morning, if I, you know, journal three things that I'm grateful for, and then I set a manifestation intention statement for the day, then I, I will yeah. get X result. And the truth is that it's different for every single one of us. Yeah. The spiritual things that I use are very different from what you use, but there's still so much value in both. And I think it's really cool to have that flow and that surrender to being like, it doesn't have to be the same each day. Like if I want to wake up tomorrow and I want to journal, I'm going to journal. And yes. then, then I will include my intention setting in that, but I don't limit myself. You're right. And I don't put those expectations that like you have to do this and it has to be so structured because then it just allows you that guilt or that shame when you're not doing that. I've been in that space. I tried to do that whole, you know, people talk about do your yoga for 15 minutes, do your journaling. And like, absolutely. Like that works for some people. And that makes me really happy. It doesn't really work for me. And I'm okay with that. I'm kind of a not structured. I'm very structured, but not structured. Yeah. And so I like having that, that, that flow, but there are those non-negotiables of like, I have to get my visualization, my attention setting in, and I have to keep my energy levels and my mindset checked throughout the day because then I notice I slip up or, you know, things go awry if I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% resonate exactly the same. And, um, you know, I'm doing a lot of speaking in, in my audience recently about the differences between feminine and masculine energy in business. And that's such a beautiful example of how feminine energy is used in our, our spirituality and how that plays into our business that we can allow flow and ease in the way that we use our spirituality, that we don't have to be regimented into 15 minutes of yoga and 30 minutes of journaling and, you know, 10 minutes of visualization, but that we, we have a toolkit and we can feel what is aligned for us yeah. at the time that we need it. Yeah. You we can take that. And that has an inherent power in it. Exactly. Like use your toolkit accordingly. Use what you need to when you need to do it. Give yourself permission to flow as needed. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of like when we control, it's that scarcity mindset just showing up in different ways. It's like, oh my gosh, I need to do what you said 30 minutes of journaling, 10 minutes of yoga, you know, all my meditations. And if I don't, I'm not good enough. If I don't, I'm not succeeding. Like if I, you know what I mean? So it's like, the feminine flow is so important because it allows you to take that kind of that sense back within yourself of like, it's all good. Like I can do what feels the best, what feels aligned, what keeps my energy good, what keeps my intentions clear, mm. you know? 
Absolutely. Could not agree more. Nailed it. Woo! Woo! (laughs) Hey, what what advice, before I let you go, what advice would you give to to the woman who was you a couple of years ago? You know, feeling that call to the change of of purpose and and evolving into that next level, but she's she's, you know, she's stable, like she's got the good job, she's got the good career, and she just can't shake this call to to the purpose path. What advice would you give her? I would say keep listening because she's trying to tell you something. She's trying to guide you. She's trying to lead you. And so keep listening. If you hear, sometimes it doesn't come in the form of a shout. It comes in the form of a whisper. Mm -hmm. And so often we think it's just going to smack us up on the side of the head one day, but she's probably been whispering to you for a while and listen to that. Go deeper, do that inner work, ask questions, play a little game with yourself. Like, how does it feel to get into a different type of life? Like, are there other things that you want? Is that current purpose of yours going to get you there? Like, just allow yourself to daydream and to explore a little bit and have freedom with it and get creative and it'll be shown to you. Just trust the process and keep showing up and keep listening. So beautiful. I know that's going to speak to so many people. So many people. Oh, you just broke open hearts all over the world. It's so good. (laughs) Every time you speak, it does that. That's why I listen to you all the time. (laughs) Tell the listeners what is coming up for the uh, Emily Mern space in 2020. How can they connect with you? How can they work with you? So many ways. First of all, you're going to want to find me on Instagram at Mm -hmm. Emily underscore Merns. It's M-E-A-R-N-S. That is like my main place of showing up, connecting all the time. I love Instagram. Um, You can also find me on Facebook too. And we have a lot of things coming up this year. I'm really excited. I'm launching a new membership, which is going to be super rad for the female entrepreneurs who are just looking for that mindset support Mm -hmm. at a really affordable, consistent level. And then I have a couple courses coming out. We might be doing a mastermind towards the end of the year. So a a lot of things, but if you go to Instagram, then you can just get all of the information and my website link is there with all of the courses and offerings, all the ways to work with me. Oh my gosh. Definitely, definitely at least follow Emily on Instagram because she dishes out (laughs) so much value and also so much laughter and joy. She's just super real. I promise you one of the best follows that you'll have on Instagram. Um, Emily will definitely be back on the podcast. Watch the space. This, this woman is never far from my side. So (laughs) it's true. Yes. You will be hearing from her again, but Em, thank you so much for joining us today and for dropping just so much beautiful, real value on all of the listeners today. We really, really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me and I can't wait to be back next time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Hunting for Purpose. If you loved this episode, don't forget to take a photo or a screenshot, jump on over to Instagram and tag me at Coach Holly Marie on your stories or your posts so that I can share the excitement with you. We will definitely be meeting again on the next episode, but until then, keep hunting for your purpose, babe.